but your teammates are not your competition. If anything, you yourself, you are your worst enemy. You are the one who's holding you back. So make sure that you are working with a team that you want to cheer on. There's a personal responsibility when it comes to being successful in this business. It's not all on the salon owner. It's not all about the environment. It's about your willingness to go the extra mile and put extraordinary effort into the work that you're doing. Hey friends, I'm Jennifer, and you're listening to the Beauty Business Game Changer Podcast, a podcast for beauty industry providers and business owners that are wanting to level up their game to create a profitable career. If you're feeling stuck and you want more out of this industry, then join me as I share with you my strategies, lessons I've learned along the way, and how I overcame fear by shifting my mindset to build a healthy business. I built a solid book behind the chair, launched a bridal company, became a salon suite owner to most recently opening up a salon. As creative entrepreneurs, we need an education that empowers us and makes an impact on helping us raise our standards. My mission is to teach you how you can reach your goals quickly, build your books and your business faster, and master the framework for creating a successful and rewarding career. Thank you for joining me. Let's do this. Welcome to your Game Changer Podcast. Before we dive into today's podcast, I want to share information on our sponsor, My Salon Desk. Did you know that 85% of missed callers will not ultimately make an appointment with you, even if you call them back? Whether you are a solo artist or salon owner, missing a phone call from a potential client will cost you and could damage your reputation. My Salon Desk is not your average call center. Their professional receptionists have real experience in our industry and understand our business. My friends, stop playing secretary and get back to what you do best and let My Salon Desk help you increase your client experience and client bookings. Can you imagine working and not being interrupted by the phones? Now you can solely focus on the client in your chair. Here's why I chose and love their service. There's no contract, no charging you per minute, and it's an affordable personal receptionist, virtually. Plans start at only $2.99, and any scripts, call forwarding, reports, special requests, they're all available for an additional fee. All of our listeners will receive a complimentary month of voicemail service with your plan. Just use the code GAMECHANGER. Go to www.mysalondesk.com and sign up today. Welcome back to the Beauty Business Game Changer Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Alvarez. I want to first thank you all for tuning in today. I have a little bit of a challenge for you. I would love for you to take the time to assess some key areas of your business. Now, lately, there has been quite a few things on my mind And I've been assessing them in my personal life and in my business. And the reason why I've chosen to do that is because my one word this year is priorities. 
And I like giving myself a one word challenge for the year, something I can meditate on, hone in on, focus on that's going to be my mantra. And for me, priorities is actually a really difficult word for the fact that everything feels important. Everything feels like it needs to be done right now. And if I don't get it done, then the work will pile up and it's going to be more difficult and more painful if I let things slide away. But truly, knowing and identifying what your priorities are are extremely important. Now, maybe not the word priorities is your word for 2022, but If you don't have a word, you can adopt this one or at least think about what are your priorities. Think about in the morning when you wake up, what is your ritual? What are the things that you consistently do in the morning time? Or maybe you have a nighttime routine of things that you either enjoy or you are not even thinking about it, but this is the things that you do to get ready before you go to bed right? Everybody has some type of priority, something that's important to them. And for myself, I really have taken a seat back to analyze my personal life, my work life to think, what are my priorities? And am I doing the right things? And in full transparency, I'm not very good at this. And I'm learning. I'm now more self-aware. And I believe that's really the first start is being self-aware of what are my priorities? What am I doing? Are these things that are going to be moving the needle in my career? Are they helping me become a better person? Is it helping me to become a better friend, a better wife, a better sister, a better daughter, a better boss? Or is it not serving me anymore? There's going to be seasons in our life where there's something that we have done or someone we've been hanging out with that was good at that time, but maybe they're not anymore. So I want us to just start thinking and reflecting on what our priorities are in our life, and is there some changes that we can make? Now, one of the things that a lot of people slip up on is when it comes to creating New Year's resolutions, right? We all have heard it where hey, it's a new year, I'm going to go on this diet, or I'm going to just go all out and do X, Y, and Z. And usually by February, we all suck and we're no longer doing it, right? I feel like everyone can relate to that. But throughout the year, we can always stop, take a moment, meditate, and readjust what we're doing in our life. It's okay to each day press the reset button. And thank God we have a new day to do that because trust me, I need a lot of those. So there's a few different categories I wanted to sum up. When it comes to priorities, there are a few topics that I think these are my priorities at least for this season of my of my life. And I wanted to break those areas down in hopes that if you are on this path of growth, whether you're a stylist, a statistician, maybe you want to become a, a an entrepreneur or a salon owner and have a team or a franchise, whatever, 
there is going to be areas of your life where you may be going through this season as well. So the first area that I look at when it comes to my priorities is self-development. This is huge. And it's important that we are carving out time as much as possible with self-development. This is going to help us be a better person and really restore our souls of areas that may we may feel empty. And we all have heard the saying, you can't pour from an empty cup, right? So really knowing what is self-development to you, what is something that can serve you in your life? So maybe it is having that morning routine of waking up and saying, okay, I'm going to read a little bit of maybe it's a business, maybe it's self-help, um, anything that's going to help you really open and expand your mind, educate yourself, and help you grow as a person. Maybe you want to listen to motivational videos in the morning, committing yourself to doing something specific in the morning. And this is the area that I know that I'm that I suck and I'm sure that some of you can also say, "Yep, that's me too." But I'm notorious for first thing in the morning, I open up my phone and I go to my email and I either respond to the emails right away or I start going through and just deleting them. And I will say when I wake up and I instantly gravitate to my phone, open up my email box and I start to feel very overwhelmed or stressed, right? I know and I'm now self-aware when I wake up, don't open my up my email, don't read the emails, don't respond to emails. It doesn't serve me. Now, maybe you're wired differently, but I would encourage you if you're the type of person to immediately grab your phone and say, I got to check all my messages, don't because you have the entire day to look at your phone, scroll and respond to the emails. So put them at the last bottom of the barrel as far as what's important, what's a priority. You are the priority. And I know myself that scrolling on Facebook or opening up my emails I usually don't feel better about myself. I don't feel spiritually healed. I don't feel energized. I don't feel awakened. If anything, I feel a little heavy. And if you are feeling the same way, then it's an indication that those activities are not a priority and it's not helping you in your life. It's not helping you move the needle. And so we need to reroute our focus and create a new habit. So my new habit is waking up in the morning and grabbing my book or listening into a motivational video. I'm a sucker for those and it just really brings me a lot of happiness, joy, peace, energy. I feel like I'm mentally prepared for whatever the day has ahead of me, right? I can't control 100% of life curveballs, but I can at least control my attitude and my mindset. And so I really need to make sure first thing in the morning that I'm working on self-development and choosing to have those positive words, expanding my mind and carving out time in the day to say, this is my time. Work can wait. 
other people, those emails can wait. That text message about that person's bang trim, that can wait. And so often we put those things on the forefront of, oh, this is so important. I need to respond right away. And it's sucking the life out of us. So I hope that you are now becoming aware of this. And, and it's that's the beginning of it. Consciously being aware of like what I'm doing is not serving me. And I just need to start to create it and develop a new habit. So it may take three months to develop that habit. But each morning when you wake up, stop yourself and say like, oh, I'm going to be watching a video or I'm going to be grabbing my book to to read for self-development. Even, even being a part of group coaching or having a mentor, all of these things will aid to the self-development. And so I want you to be more aware of what are the things that you're doing to nurture yourself. You know, in our industry, we give, 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 give. And unfortunately, it gets to the point where like, I'm exhausted. I don't have anything left to give to anyone. After we have given everything possible away behind the chair as a stylist, how much left is over at the end of the day to give to your family or your kids or friends. You know, if you were giving so much to everyone and not enough to yourself, that leads to burnout. So make sure every day you can do something for yourself, whether it's going for a walk, going to the gym, maybe doing some yoga or stretching, meditating, praying, listening to this podcast to help encourage you and motivate you to be a better person and better not only as an individual, but in the industry as well, making an impact. So this for me is important. This is one of my priorities. And if you don't view yourself right now as a priority, then you got to flip that script because if you, if you can't help yourself, how are you going to help other people? Okay, the next area of priorities for me right now is leadership. I believe that the hardest person, most difficult person to lead is myself, right? We are, we can be individual leaders. Maybe you are a mom, you're a leader, you're leading the household, right? If you're a salon owner, or maybe you're a manager, you are a leader, For myself, I really want to empower and motivate my team to become individual leaders, to take ownership. I want them to feel empowered of being a part of my team. So one of my priorities is really focusing in on my leadership skill. What type of leader do I want to be? Now, if you're a salon owner right now or thinking about becoming a salon owner, I really encourage you to dive into as many podcasts, books that you can that is speaking about leadership because it is a whole new ball game. It is a whole new element to add into your repertoire of skills. And it is a constant daily improvement of how can I be a better leader? I will say there are days where I just do not feel like I am being the best leader that I can be. There are times where I feel like I am failing. And not that it's it's excusable or okay, but at the same time, I know that these are growing pains, right? 
you're not just naturally born a leader. There's things that you can acquire along the way. There's things that you will learn. And in business, there are a lot of lessons that you will learn along the way that will develop and mold you to be the leader that you need to be for your team and for your business. Leadership is about paving the way. To me, all the things that I've learned in my life, whether it's been personal or business, those are the things that I want to share and pass along to my team to say, I've gone through a lot. I've gone through painful times and I still go through painful times. And I want to show you an easier, better way of doing something so that it will prevent you from freaking out, having panic attacks and crying. No, I can't, I can't guarantee that somebody won't, um, you know, fall, fall down, but you know, it's important that we are constantly falling forward, right? As a leader, we need to constantly be motivating our team and, and casting that vision to get that buy-in from our team. And so carving out time just to think is essential for being a leader. And this is why it's so important to myself to head up the gym or, or take time to pause and slow down and, and really meditate because we are in such a noisy environment and noisy world. I mean, I don't know about you, but I probably pick up my phone at least a hundred times a day. Just, I don't know. What am I looking at? What am I looking for? I'm like constantly like, is it instant gratification of, yes, I answered that text message or yes, I finally wrote that email back or I don't know. It's time for my, um, my minute scroll on Instagram per hour. It's ridiculous. I mean, turn off the phone, get it out of your way. You need time as a leader to sit down and think, what is happening in my business right now? What are the changes I need to make? How can I be a better leader? How can I lead my team? And where are we going in in business? And is this the right direction for our business? And be okay with rerouting which way you are taking your business. It's your, it's the opportunity that you are creating. So self-development, leadership, that's where I'm at right now. Another area, there's um, four more areas that are really, really hitting, um, home with me lately. And that's why I just want to share them with you. Maybe you're in the same spot right now. Marketing. Marketing is huge. Whether you are a technician or business owner, you need to be marketing yourself. It's important to be staying relevant on top of mind of your customers and really getting specific of who you're wanting to attract to your business. So if you're trying to niche down on a specialty, do you do your clients, potential clients and existing clients know that? Can I open up Instagram or Facebook right now and look at what you're putting out and say, oh yeah, she does or he does X, Y, and Z? Are the people who are passing by, will they know that? And if if you're not even clear, then trust me, you're, the people that are scrolling by, they don't know either. So it's important that you are constantly reinventing yourself, revamping your brand. Now, and everybody has a brand. 
and being more specific and clear, creating goals for yourself. And it could be just very small goals. It could be, it could look something like this. For each week for this month, I'm going to create a reel that is centered around the specialty that I would really like more clients to book for me at the salon. So getting very specific about how often you're going to do something, what you're trying to put out on social media, who are you speaking to and trying to attract. And it creates that smart goal around what you're trying to do with marketing. It's too often that people say, I don't know where to start. I feel overwhelmed with marketing. I feel overwhelmed with social media. Yes, social media is another beast and the algorithms and the things that Instagram and Facebook and Snapchat and (laughs) TikTok, Twitter, all of those social media platforms do the ones that bring you joy and excitement and fun. We just need to have more fun with that. But it's important in this industry that you need to be putting yourself out there. Don't be afraid to show people who you are. And the reason why I say that is because you're going to be attracting people into your business behind the chair or on the table with with those who are like with your personality. So be as uh, colorful as possible in order to be attracting the right people to your business. So stay relevant, stay top of mind, be consistent, and ask for help. If you see someone who's doing awesome social media or they seem to have their stuff together, (laughs) ask them. I find that our industry, now more than ever, is very open to seeing others rise and succeed as well. I'm one of them. If you have a question, please, by all means, ask me. Look me up on Instagram, Jennifer Jade Alvarez. I'm an open book and I want to see you succeed. Okay, three more areas that I have as my priorities for this year. The next one is my team. Now, whether you're a leader or even you are a teammate, your team is essential to not only making the environment a fun and happy place to be a part of, but together, man, when you have the right people together, you can grow so much, not only as a business as a whole, but as an individual. It's so rewarding when you enjoy the people that you're working with side by side, where it's like you walk in and you are just so pumped to see them. You're excited to see them, whether there's high fives or hugs involved with your relationship with your teammates, but your team can really help you get to that next level. You know, I think about when a sports team is playing a game And during the pandemic, when no fans could go to the stadiums to watch them play, I can't imagine feeling like I was giving it my all when no one's cheering for me, right? When you have people surrounding you cheering, like think of the marathon runners. All of those people are lined up the entire time to say, you got this, keep going, handing them water, handing them a towel holding up signs, giving them high fives. 
people wouldn't be able to finish that cross line as quickly or at all without those fans being on the side. Think of your team. Use your team in that way. If everyone could get together on the same page and say, hey, so-and-so is working on their rebooking and everyone's just cheering them on, can you imagine the extra additional effort that that person would bring to the table knowing that their team is not only cheering them on, but holding them accountable to reach that goal and exceed it? I don't know why we're not using our team in this way um, and cheering each other on, but your teammates are not your competition. If anything, you yourself, you are your worst enemy. You are the one who's holding you back. So make sure that you are working with the team that you want to cheer on. There's a personal responsibility when it comes to being successful in this business. It's not all on the salon owner. It's not all about the environment. It's about your willingness to go the extra mile and put extraordinary effort into the work that you're doing. And so when you see your goals and if you're not hitting your goals, ask yourself, could I push myself a little bit harder, right? My team is my priority 100%. And so it's my priority to say, you know, here's our goals. Here's how we're going to get here and keep on cheering them on, staying on top of their mind of what our mission is. Having each person have a mission too. How much money do you want to make? What education classes are you wanting to um, grow from? And what type of training can I personally do to help you become as successful as possible? It's always great to have a, a fresh pair of eyes looking at something that you may not see you're doing. You know, I believe that it's important that we are self-aware. That's extremely important. However, sometimes we are so tunneled vision with whatever we're doing, we can't see that it could be better or we're making a mistake or we have flaws, right? I know that nobody wants to be ripped apart or criticized. However, there is constructive criticism. And I believe that team needs constructive criticism. Otherwise, how are we going to have breakthroughs? It's important that we are communicating with our team on it and as much as possible. You know, I talk about using Slack. We've been using that for the beginning of this year. And, you know, for me, it's been a game changer, keeping everybody in full communication of what's happening with um, new clients coming in, what is happening with inventory. Are we low on something? Do we need something? Even using a communication tool to celebrate the big wins when somebody leaves a positive review. It's important that you are saying these things to your team. It gets people excited. You know, we talked about leadership of motivating your team. Positive reinforcement is is a great way to boost morale for your team. Connecting with your team is important. Having that one-on-one meeting, even if it's not necessarily about the technical things that we do in business, but sometimes your team just needs a soundboard. Sometimes they just need to vent or speak to somebody. And as their leader, or even as a teammate, sometimes we need that. 
And so checking in with your team, checking in with your staff, seeing how you doing. Is there anything that I can help you with? Right? It's important that we help our team get to the next level. And it is a group effort. Okay, two more left. My priority is culture. Now, culture is super important because I this is really like the way that your business does business. And it's important that you hold that sacred and that you're constantly massaging it, that you're constantly working at developing it and creating it to be bigger and better. You know, I think that culture can change and it can change for good or it can change for bad. If you have somebody in your environment that is not a good fit to your business, maybe not a good fit to the culture, then, you know, it's like fitting a square peg into a round hole and it's causing a lot of upset. It's causing a lot of internal chatter, chaos. It's not good for your business. It's not good for the team. And customers can see it as well. Customers can sense where someone here does not fit in. Or if things are not being paid close attention to, the, the quality control can be changed. So it's important that you really stay connected with how do we do these things? Now, if you're at a salon and you're not for sure how to do a certain thing, then I would definitely say bring it to the owner's attention because as a leader, I would want to know, hey, are there some blind spots in my business, some leaks in my business that we can make improvements? And it's important that you are open to the transparency of your team working with you to create a better culture of the way you do things or the way that you say things, right? Are we saying you're welcome or are we saying my pleasure? Are we offering drinks or we're offering beverages? The dialogue can create a, either it can elevate the guest experience or it can make the vibe not so refined, I would say. And if you know that I have a salon named Refined Beauty, you're probably laughing at me. But <laughs> it's important that you are creating an environment that has more finesse to it, more of a refined way of doing something. And being self-aware, like attitude for me is everything. And just to make sure that are we smiling? Are we having a good time? Are we laughing? It's important that our customers are involved with that emotion into the salon because it really enhances the experience, which is the next thing I'm going to talk about. But it's important that can everybody get on the same page of how we're doing things here? Because it's just such a, an easier environment to work in. And the guest has a expectation of what it's going to be like. So if there's an area that you're feeling in your business, I don't really like how this is going. Be okay with that and say, okay, let's find a solution for this. If I'm not liking the way that this is going, how can we create a new system or process with that that's going to help create a better seamless experience and culture overall? Okay, and then the last one, of course, guest experience. I talk about this a lot on the podcast, but this is an ongoing process for the staff to be a part of and for the leader to really 
create a better vision of what their business can become. So really honing in and listening to your clients of their feedback, of their likes, of their dislikes. They basically are telling you, hey, here's why I'm coming back to your business or hey, here's why I'm never returning. <laughs> and we, I know that we can't take it personal and that is definitely easier said than done. Trust me, I'm a very sensitive person myself. And so when someone doesn't like something, whether it's my staff, whether it's a customer, I can't help but my first reaction is to feel hurt or to feel upset or to feel like, man, I failed. But it does get easier as we work through those growing pains. And if we can be more self-aware of what our initial reaction should be, then we can have a better outcome. Because when we hear some type of negative talk, we can turn it into a positive. It's an opportunity to say, okay, my team sees it this way, or my, my, those clients have seen it this way. And we can identify an area of our business that isn't working anymore and say, okay, thank you so much for bringing it to my attention. So let's go to the drawing board and figure out what we can do to make things right. It's important that we are not only listening to our clients, but taking action on the areas that they want us to improve. The worst thing that can happen is no one says anything and we just lose business. We have poor client retention or poor staff retention because we're not listening and taking action to those who care enough to say something, even if it's a terrible, terrible experience for maybe the guest and the business, how can we make this better in the future? Nurturing our guests, staying on top of their mind, not only for marketing reasons, but to stay on top of their mind to show them that we care about them and that we're following up with them with their visits that they have come in, even if they're a loyal existing customer. I mean, how often are you reaching back out and saying, hey, I know that we switched up your color formula last time or we decided on a new extension technique. How How is that going for you? And making sure that you make it very, very warm and aware to them that you are open to their feedback. I think that is a really important, bold step, whether you are the technician or an owner, to let customers know, I truly care about your experience here. And I really want to make sure that not only you have a great experience, but you really love the service that we did today and that you're able to redo it at home and it's something that you really enjoy. If there's any challenges, please make sure to contact me because I want to make sure that we have this ongoing relationship. And just to be so forward and open to, you know what? When you ask for someone for a review or feedback, it may not be something that we want to hear. Sometimes it's really difficult. And I know that because, you know, I'm thankful that we have a lot of five stars, but we have a couple of one stars too. And so hearing hearing some of those one stars or hearing someone's feedback that 
is like, I don't like what you did. You know, it can sting at first, but trust me, if we can say quickly, how can I turn this into a positive? I promise you that is a huge wow factor. So make sure that any negative uh, experiences, turn it into a positive. And just to recap here, so the priorities for uh, my year currently, self-development, leadership, marketing, culture, your team, and the guest experience. You know, don't be afraid to change something if it's not working for you, if it's not serving you. The most important thing that you can do right now for yourself is to be aware. Be aware of the things that you're doing in in your life personally and the things that you are doing in your life professionally. Is it helping you get to where you want to go in your life? Is it helping you get one step closer closer to your vision? So make sure that you schedule things out. Put it on your calendar. Really think about, you know, not your to-do list of tasks, but the things that are actually going to help develop you as a person, as a beauty provider, and help you get through these growing pains to be successful. So I hope that you found this episode helpful. Please make sure to leave a review. I'd love to hear from you. And if you liked this podcast, make sure to share it with your beauty professional friends. And I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart that you are part of this podcast. And we'll see you next time. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to today's podcast. If you are loving these episodes, I would appreciate a review on your experience of how this podcast is helping you grow your business so that others just like yourself can learn, grow, and be a part of the podcast. I'd love to get connected with my listeners, so make sure to join me in the free Facebook group where you'll find a community of like-minded beauty professionals that want to grow their business and careers. I'll share with you my top tips, Q&As, and when new podcasts are released. Thank you again for your love and support. It's an honor to be a part of your business building journey.